Well, hello and welcome to the Kumi Sheree podcast. I am Kish Kumi Price. Three. And we are back with our, I think, um, <laughs> I was going to say highly anticipated episode, but nobody knew we were doing it. 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 <laughs> For it us, it's highly anticipated because we felt like God was really calling us to um, dissect this notion of the best is yet to come. So the title for this episode is Arise Beloved, The Best is Yet to Come. And we're actually going back to a scripture passage that we kind of started with when we um, started this podcast, which is from Isaiah 43. And we started with verse 19. We're going to look at verses 18 through 19. Um, And yes, I guess I should also say every time that we get on here, we have been praying about like what God is saying, what he wants us to share with you all. And so through this passage, he's given us seven things that we think we should really pay attention to in order for us to expect God's best, to expect what we've been praying for, to expect those things that we've been believing God for. So um, we're going to start with just reading that passage for you all. Um, and then we'll, we'll kick off with what these things are, what that looks like. So it reads, but the Lord says, do not cling to the events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago. Watch for the new thing I am going to do. It is happening already. You can see it now. I will make a road through the wilderness and give you streams of water there. Okay. Let me go back to the first. Doesn't it? The first verse though, because that's, we're going to spend a little Mm -hmm. bit of time there, but the Lord says, do not cling to the events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago. Okay. This is Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. That's the good news translation that we just read from. And we're going to start with like the first step for this healing journey that leads to our best. Okay. So Dina, you want to kick off with that first thing for us? Yeah, sure. So the first step you guys is, you know, remember what the Lord says, right? Mm -hmm. So how many times you read in a devotional, you're in prayer, he gives you, uh, he enlightens you, right? And you, you, you forget, right? Mm-hmm. Like you forget what he said. You forget the mm-hmm. direction. You forget the instruction. You forget the encouragement. You forget the correction. Mm-hmm. You, just, you just flat out forget. And mm-hmm. um, you have to remember what the Lord says. So that means you have to be listening. And you have to be actively yeah. listening, right? Mm-hmm. Because we all know mm-hmm. that we can listen and not be listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, yes, like we really, really can. We really can. Because a lot of times many of us listen to be able to respond. Mm-hmm. And we don't listen uh, from the standpoint of wanting to understand, wanting to mm-hmm. to get deeper in relationship with whomever we're talking to. Right. And so mm-hmm. we have to really listen and and contemplate and meditate on what is being said so that you can actually start applying it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's the whole point. If, yes. you're, if you're listening and you you have no intention of, of applying, what are you listening for? Right. You're wasting time. So good. So good. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And then 
you know, it, it really is a nice place for us to think about um, why it's important to listen. Because yeah. the next directive in that passage, it says, do not cling to the events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago, right? Mm -hmm. And so that leads us into this space of forgetting and forgiving. And I remember, right, like you hear, you know, just, you know, forgive and forget, forgive and forget. And there are certain things that happen, like certain wounds and bruises and traumas that you experience that are so profound and so painful yeah. that the yeah. thought of forgetting that is like, what? And there's certain elements that the Lord allows us to remember mm -hmm. because we need to remember, right? So that we don't repeat some, you know, some of those patterns or, um, but, but what's important about this to me what really captured my attention about this, this particular translation as well, do not cling to the events of the past, right? To cling means yeah. you're stuck, you know, like you're holding on to that thing holding on. or dwell on what happened long ago. If I'm dwelling on it, you know, have you ever met somebody who like every time you talk to them, they're talking about something that happened years ago. Like yeah. you may be saying, Hey, uh, you know, holidays coming up. We're talking about people getting together or whatnot. Nah, I don't go over there. I don't mess with them because I don't. Because what? Like what y'all fell out about something? How how long ago? You know what I mean? Right. And so, and I'm not, do not think that I'm downplaying anybody's hurt or pain. Because if you have found that somebody, you can't even really coexist with somebody you haven't, like it's a, it's a boundary thing and you need to create those healthy boundaries. That's sure. different. Not talking about that. I'm talking right. about, you don't even know what you're upset about anymore. Like you don't know what you were arguing about. You can't remember, you can't recall it. God is saying for us to move into this new space where we're no longer clinging to those things. We're not dwelling on it, right? Because the more you dwell on it, the more angry you get because you're replaying things, the more hurt you feel because you're playing, replaying those things, frustration, right. um, abandonment, regrets. God is saying in order for us to step into this new space, for us to get the best that he has, we have to make it a point to let those things go. Right. And I think that a lot of times, you know, we've, we've talked about how forgiveness is for you, not for the person, right? We mm -hmm. people have heard mm -hmm. that, right? Mm -hmm. And I think people are dull and numb to that. They're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Because it doesn't, it doesn't get them anymore. Like when you first heard, you right. were like, Ooh, yeah. But then when that, other thing happens that's really, really offensive or really, really hurtful. Mm -hmm. You like, I don't care if it's for me. I, mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, like you're still not thinking about the fact that the forgiveness really is for you because something's telling you that it means that what they did was not painful, was not hurtful. It, yes. it allows them to, to get away scot-free, so to speak. Yes. Right. Yes. And this is what I'm going to just kind of put out there. Cause I think a lot of times, many of us play victim and I'm not saying that there are not mm -hmm. situations where you was just walking down the street and somebody clotheslined you. I mean, I'm not saying they did that, but some, right, sometimes right, right. you are straight up minding your own business and you are yes. not doing anything and things happen to you. Right. I'm not mm -hmm. saying that. I am saying that when you're in relationships, relationships, no matter what kind they are, they can be messy. 
there are mm-hmm. issues, there are things that come up because you all are two people, two mm-hmm. broken people in different areas trying to do a friendship, a marriage or whatever, mm-hmm. a boss, an employee, whatever the relationship mm-hmm. is, you're two people. And it takes two people. Have you ever tried to argue with somebody who's silent? <laughs> right. Have you ever tried to do that? Where does it right. go? Yeah. Right. So if there's a mm-hmm. disagreement, if there's an argument, if there's something that happened, please think about the fact that you played a role in that. Yeah. Right. And yeah. sometimes maybe you were saying the, ex- the, the thing to say, but your tone mm-hmm. was out of order. Yeah. You know yes. what I mean? Maybe, maybe you're, maybe you said the right thing and your tone wasn't out of order, but it was the wrong time. Right. There's oh, so gosh. many different yes. things that kind of play into that, that you have to step back and be willing to go, Hmm. what mm-hmm. is my role in that right mm-hmm. and then let's also say that you was minding your own business and this thing happened okay well still you have the responsibility to forgive and move on the bible says that we're supposed to forgive quickly yes now, i don't know how many who how many scholars do we have in that who's winning in that you know what dina i'm so glad you said this because it it also i think we need to talk about it because i'm, I'm assuming that there are other people like us right that are um in a place where we're not just talking about people that you can just move on you know like i'm so good with moving on you know what i mean like if, yeah if right. you have wronged I, me hurt me whatever okay goodbye we're done you know what i mean but there are certain people that you cannot do that with and and god doesn't even want us to like have this unfinished business right he wants us to do the work of forgiving so that we right. can move into this. Because even if you've moved on, you don't have to interact with the the, the person or the people anymore. Right. It still can reside in you. And it, it can impact you. your body. It can have all kinds of negative impacts, right? Yes. So what yes. we really want to do, and that's why he's saying this, and Dina, you, you said that first thing is to listen. He's telling us, he's literally giving us a, a roadmap of like, this is what you need to do and this is how you do it. And part of our healing in all of this really has to do with understanding, engaging exactly where you are in that journey. So imagine that this work that you're doing is is related to someone that you can't get rid of, you know, like you can't like get them out of your life. They're going to have to walk alongside you. They're going to continue to annoy you. They're going to continue to frustrate you. They're going to continue to try to get under your skin. And you have to be in a perpetual place of forgiving, right? Understanding where you are. And I will say this, like, there, you know, back before you could edit a text or like, say, delete Uh that text message. Oh, my God. I cannot tell you how many times I was. And then it was just like, okay. Pause, right? Because you know, you can feel it in yourself. When you feel that anger yeah. rising up, that's why it says oh, be yeah. slow to anger, right? Because if you start acting out, it's not saying that your anger is wrong. You may be very valid in all the feelings that you feel, but right. how you proceed, how you act yeah. on the other side of that is what matters. So take mm-hmm. a minute, take a day, take a week, take a month. Like you don't have to respond in the moment. Okay. Especially if you're not face to face. And even if you are face to face, Mm -hmm. remember, you don't have to respond in the moment. As Dina just said, you can't argue with somebody who's silent. I mean, you can try, but it's not going to go too far. Right. So 
right. take time for you, create the boundaries you need to create and understand that sometimes on this journey is not like you can heal apart and away from. You may have to be doing it in the moment, but yeah. guard where you can and allow yourself the time to be angry when you yeah. when you have those moments. And to wait for your response, like so that that response can be seasoned with grace, right? The things that Absolutely. God is calling us to do. He's not asking us to be um, ridiculous in that yeah. he expects you to just automatically have it. And sometimes when you, you get to that healed space, it will be that. It will be yeah. my, my, my response is automatically seasoned with grace. Like I see yeah. nothing but love when I speak to you, even though you've given me nothing but hate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, just when you were talking about anger, right? Cause I know mm -hmm. old girl over here, I, I, I have the ability to go from mm -hmm. zero to 60. I feel like it's better. Lord, am I better? <laughs> Are we working on it? I have the ability to, right? And there was a day, right. there was a day that there was no filter. There was no attempt for it to be stopped. I was like, mm -hmm. y'all let mm -hmm. loose. Here she is, right? I'm, I'm just burning down cities and countries and states with my anger, right? Because I'm just like, I'm not right. here for it, okay? For Jesus, right? Um, but this is the scripture during the time of like, understanding like, what am I angry about? Was it really that thing? What What's the seat of what, what am I going through, right? right? Dealing with that, but then one of the scriptures that's in James talks about, um, um, anger does not produce the righteousness of God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. um, that it's, you know, and, and in that, those terms, it's that, it's that resentful. It is that person you've been walking with and you can't just mm -hmm. come mm -hmm. out of here and mm -hmm. they keep offending. They keep, and they keep, and they keep, and they keep, yes. and you like, I have done 70 times seven. I've done it. I'm on exactly. 90 times a thousand, right? <laughs> like, and when does this stop? When does this, I mean, yes. are they going to stop when I die? Yeah. Like, when does this stop, right? Because mm -hmm. you're not released from that person yet. And so in James, when he's talking about that type of anger, it's a deep <laughs> type of anger. And so yes. um, he's telling us that anger, that type of anger within us, it does not produce the righteousness of God, which means it does not produce the behavior that God requires mm -hmm. of us. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's why, right. that's why you have to take a minute. I am that person. Like uh -huh. if we are having a thing and I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm a step away. Let me, let me step away. It is for the mm -hmm. best. It is, mm -hmm. it is good for the whole to let me exactly. step away. Exactly. I need to do that because I'm going to respond yes. to you from a place of emotion and mm -hmm. Um, and it's not going to be filtered. It ain't going to be right. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, then I'm saying, I'm sorry to you. I'm repenting to God. You know what I'm saying? I'm walking around with ash on my head. You know, yes. <laughs> I don't yes. want to do that. I don't want to do that. And so my boundary is, Hey, I'm going to step away for a minute. Hey, mm -hmm. I, we're going to agree to disagree. What we're talking mm -hmm. about is not pulling down moons and stars. You know what I mean? It ain't that big of a deal. You like coffee. I like right. tea. It's fine. Right. Right. Like right. I can agree to disagree with you, but I'm, I'm but I'm also not going to continue to have this conversation or I'm going to walk away. Right. And yes. so you've got to be able to start setting up these places where you yeah. don't fall into that place of deep seated anger. Mm -hmm. You've got mm -hmm. to start creating these boundaries where you're like, mm -hmm. no, nah, I'm not getting ready to let you do it to me. 
Mm-hmm. It's too hard to come back from. It's too mm-hmm. hard to have to, because here's the thing, you know, that little saying we was a kid, sticks and stones, they break the bones, words never, yes, they do. Words hurt. They do. That's a lie. They, yes. It's also hurt, but words, yes. words hurt. Yes. yes. They really do. And, and here's do. the thing, if you, if you hit me with a stick, it's going to hurt for a little bit. I might get mm-hmm. a bruise. You might cut, but give me a mm-hmm. few weeks. It's going to be gone. It might have a scar, but I'm not going to feel mm-hmm. that pain anymore. Mm-hmm. But you called me ugly. You said I was not going right. to make it. You said I was fat. You said, mm-hmm. you know, I'd never get married again. Like these, these are things I'm, I'm telling you, I've heard myself. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. You said that to me. And right. not only did you say, I remember the day. I remember what you wore. I remember what we was. Right. Yes. Look how yes. long I'm able to hold on to that. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? And so that's yeah. why when you're angry, when you're in that space, you have to step away. Yeah. Right? Because because who's getting ready to drive? It's not going to exactly. be the home go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it, I mean, I want to say that I I think sometimes God's transformation in us, like when we when we truly release it all to God and say, I need your help and I need, you know, like, I don't want to be this person. I don't want to act this way. And then when he does that, that transformation can be so beautiful, transformative (laughs) that it's almost confusing to people because they don't like people who know me now would not believe that I did some of the things or, you know, that I did in my past because yeah, I'm so transformed, right? Like, but that's what God can do. Like we laugh about it all the time because I, I, as I've shared my personal testimony, like I was introduced to Christ very young age, um, was the person who was like walking with God, like the, that kid who was like, no, I'm not doing that because God don't like it. Like I was that, right? Like living, living that way. Um, but I got to a place where I realized I was just like, okay, I got to deal with this anger issue because Mm -hmm. if I'm around town trying to find this girl so that I could beat her up because the word on the street is, is she went and got with my boyfriend and all this. Why? Like why? And I remember feeling the rage in my body. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I could have, would have done. Right. Then fast forward to be me being married and having my husband cheat on me at the time, yeah. ex-husband, um, and coming face to face with the person who he was cheating with and the rage that went through my body because I had done the work, because God had convicted me, because that happened when I was a teenager. Here I am as a grown woman and this happens and I did not do what I knew my body wanted to do, what I was capable of doing. Yeah. You would not yeah. be hearing from me right now because I'd probably be behind bars somewhere for what I wanted to do, what my flesh wanted to do to her and him mm-hmm. when he came in the room. So I'm saying all of this because I don't know somebody maybe listening who has had a similar experience might be going through this right now, or it may come up for you. Mm-hmm. Recognize that everything that goes on, the things that hurt you, hurt. Like, that's cool. Like, acknowledge that. That's real. But what you do matters. 
What you do on the other side of your hurt matters, right? Do not sacrifice God's plan for your life because of emotions that you can't control, right? You, if you can get to your best, if you're allowing the junk and the mess of your past to keep you stuck. Yeah. And that's what we're not trying to move too quickly through this because we think this is so real for somebody yeah. <laughs> that yeah. you have to do like, this. When we did that an episode, we were talking about um, what was like new, your new season, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, the episode, right? And yeah. I feel like there were some people who were like excited about that, right? They're excited. They see new seasons happening for people around them. And mm-hmm. they're like, where's my new season? Mm -hmm. I don't, Mm -hmm. I'm not having a new season. And I feel like, you know, a new season, you can, you can have a new season when you change your mind. You can have Mm -hmm. a new experience when you change your mind, when you change some things. And I feel like, you know, the Holy Spirit had us circle back around to this Mm -hmm. because we really, we really told you the high point, right? Like we told you new season, right? But yeah, yeah, there's some people who that was great. They're like, okay. But there's other right. people that that might need a one, two, three step mm-hmm. as to mm-hmm. so they can look back and say, OK, I'm not experiencing my new season. It's available to me because God is not a God that should lie. He is not a respecter right. of person. Right. So right. what my what my cousin got on the left, I can get on the right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what is keeping me from that? And I feel like the Holy yeah. Spirit wanted us to circle back around that because, yes. y'all, this is the end of the year's fourth quarter. Right. You yep. might be able to look at 23 and say this was a bad mode of student because that's this year has been very, very challenging mm-hmm. for me. Just being transparent. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not saying 2024s don't be better. I'm not even like I'm not even doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just yes. saying that my today is better. My tomorrow yeah. is gonna be better, right? Like that's just my declaration. Yeah. I can't even I can't even move mm-hmm. like I used to move and think about, well, next year. No, no, no. I just need for today to be better. Right. Like I'm just gonna stay right here, and I yes. feel like many of you are trying to search and find why you're not experiencing your new thing, why mm-hmm. this new wind hasn't mm-hmm. been ushered in for you, and I feel like um, while we have other things that we're gonna get to, I think this is a huge one. I think forgiveness, mm-hmm. you guys, is mm-hmm. so very huge because here's the thing: how you forgive is the measure is what will be measured back to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Like God literally says, yes, he literally says that. So like, here's the thing, as forgive us, as we forgive those. Right. So here's the thing. If you're not willing to forgive everybody who has hurt you 100% and be done, then when it comes to God forgiving you, it's the same measurement. Right. Right. The same measurement. Yeah. And what does that look like? Like, what do you, Mm -hmm. is that really what you want? Because you're seeking Mm -hmm. God for some amazing things. He has Mm -hmm. downloaded, he has let you see the the land of, he's let you see it. And he's like, Mm -hmm. you over here though, but Mm -hmm. I do have this for you. And it's about you getting there and and forgiving is a, it's so huge, you guys. Like Kish talked about making your body sick. It does make your body sick. It does. It does. It, it sets it does. up in your bones. It sets up in your yeah. cell. Like it, it does so many things, right? Mm-hmm. It, do you remember hearing um, it takes more muscles to frown than to smile? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's real. Yeah. So think about mm-hmm. all you can And here's the thing. You have to, you have to, to frown. You got to remember what the, who, what the person did, when they did mm-hmm. it, how it made you feel. 
if mm-hmm. you're still mad, you have to right. think about all that. And if you're well, thinking about that piece of, of how it felt to you, when God is calling us to forgive, it really, the, the pathway to forgiveness is through prayer. Like, I can't tell you how many times like I've, I've been led to pray for people and it's hard. Like it is difficult to pray yes. for people who have yes. wronged you, right? Because your prayer, God, and because you know, you're praying to a God who knows you. He knows what you're it's saying. Yeah. Right. He knows, yeah, he knows if you're being real, fake, whatever. And so I I know that that is a huge piece of, of our healing. When we say forgive, yeah. it really, the manner of your heart changes when you start praying for people um, yeah. who have wronged you. And yeah. God will also start showing you them, right? Because when you are in a place of being hurt, you're usually yeah. just looking at it from your perspective. You have yeah. no idea why they did what they did. It usually doesn't have a whole lot to do with you. <laughs> it's, it's their own mess and stuff they have to work on yeah. or work through, yeah. whatever traumas they've experienced. And so God will start to soften your heart because he'll start showing you like, this really wasn't even about you. You know, like this was, he was going through that. She was going through this, you know, and it doesn't matter really at the end of the right. day, it doesn't matter to, to your point, Dina, do you really want that to be the thing you, you meet God? And he's like, well, you didn't forgive this person, this person, this person, this person, this person. So it's right. hard for me to forgive you because you didn't forgive. That's a, that's a, right. a law. Like that's what, that's how he rules is you that's forgive because right. I forgave you of all the things that you've done and will do. Right. And all everybody in your family, like that's, that's my gift to you all. So I'm asking for you to do that same thing. That's yeah. big. That's huge. And we think about it in terms of, you know, you like, for instance, I, you know, I have a, a, you know, a story where I was at, I was at a job, I won't even go into all of it, but I was at a job and I was under someone who was, you know, he was prejudiced. There was some racism. He was all the isms. Okay. <laughs> like he looked at me as like a secretary, right? So that tells you the yeah. age group he was in. I was mm-hmm. not a secretary. Um, and, and I, I just did not like him. Do you know what I mean? I just did mm-hmm. not like him and, mm-hmm. and, um, didn't understand why he treated me that it was from the jump from when I got hired, right. Mm-hmm. Promoted into mm-hmm. that position. And, um, I entered into a very hard season, you know, of, of motherhood with my daughter and I needed some support. So this is, I'm not a person who's like calling out, you know, I'm not at work. I'm not there. Right. And I had requested, hey, can I, I think I needed to like take a half hour lunch so I could get my daughter to an appointment, just stuff like that, which has been permissible, which has not been a problem. And because mm-hmm. of how he felt about me, he didn't want to do it. Right. And, um, and I, and that was the day, like mm. he, he had been treating me how he was treating me. Right. And yeah, yeah. I had dealt with it and I had you whatever, but on that day, in a situation huh. with my daughter that I needed to take care of my daughter in a situation. And you're not allowing mm-hmm. me to do that. And not from a place that it's beyond policy. It's just, you're just being nasty. Like, being I, like nasty. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just, and I, let me tell you, like all I saw was like, ree, 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 ree. and I let all <laughs> of that, I let it all go. 
Let yeah. Yeah. And and I allowed the enemy to make a complete fool of myself. Mm. Complete fool of myself. Mm-hmm. And after that moment, um, I remember, you know, you feel bad about it because that's not like you're like, God, that's not me. Like, I just I'm super mm-hmm. stressed. I need I'm trying to take care of my daughter. He's being mean. Right. And of course, you t- mm-hmm. he did this. He said this. Other and you're absolutely right. The Lord was like, well, let me show you something. Right. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. took me through this process because I was. And here's the thing. I was trying to I was applying for job after job after job. Let me tell you. I got turned down for so many jobs. God would not release me from that position. Oh, wow. He did not release me from that position until I moved in a, in a place of complete forgiveness for this man. Mm. And that was a wow. Long time. Wow. I had to completely forgive him. Wow. And then, and, 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 and when I was able to get promoted, that is when he left. That's when he retired. You see, and it's so, I mean, that's such a, a powerful story um, testimony because a lot of times the, the things and the people that we're like praying away, you know, like we yeah. we're ready to like be done. It's like, it's part of your growth. You know, it's, it's almost like it's, yeah. it's, it's an assignment, right? Like they're part of your development and yeah. you may was. also have something for them. Right. But yeah. I mean, and I, I mean, I had to apologize, you mm. know, and I found out like, he had cancer. It had come back. Mm-hmm. Like the other things in his life yeah. had happened. And yeah. then God showed me like he grew up in a time where racism was a thing. It was more of a, I mean, right, I say that right. now, but it's like, this is what we do. We don't like yes. black people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it was yeah. okay. Right. And so like, that is a time that he grew up in. He grew up with having secretaries and not thinking very highly of women in roles. Like, like that's where he grew mm-hmm. up. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that was okay. It was right. not okay because I don't know how I was treated, but that's what it was. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. it was, and mm-hmm. and um and I was there right to show him something different, right? I was there that's for it. a particular reason, and that's um I would like to believe that at the point that when I was released, I finally caught on, right? Yeah, I probably could have been released from that role mm-hmm. a little bit sooner had I mm-hmm. started to really connect with God and like, what is going on here? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm rumbling about him. So let me complaining about him. So let me telling yeah. on him all the time. Yeah. I should, God, right. Show me him. Show me what it is. Cause yes. I know I haven't done anything. I just, this Monday, I just came to work and he's already <laughs> checking me. You know what I'm saying? For nothing. Right. Just, right. How much coffee I got, you know? And so, um, so I really, really learned that, you know, and not only did, I mean, and it was before everybody. It was like the whole floor knew that Dina lost it that day. Dina was like, did you hear about Dina? Did you hear Dina? Did you? Right. Like it was everybody, it's, everybody knew. It's, it's something about that. I mean, that experience, because now that you had that, right, let something like that happen again, and you're going to have a different response because you're going to oh, remember, okay, absolutely. this this is when keeping it real went wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to do right. that. And so, looking like a food. Exactly. So we, you know, I feel like there's a, um, an element because I know we've gone through our three steps here. Listen, forgive. Um, oh no, we've only done two. Who we'll <laughs> said we have seven steps? We've only done two. So listen and forgive is what we've covered so far. Um, And I think we're going to 
based on our time, because we want to try to chunk this out for you all, I think this is going to yeah. be a part two. We didn't know that coming into it, but um, we'll wrap up with the third thing, which is expect. Okay. So as you read through that passage, it says, watch for the new thing, expect. Okay. Yeah. But if we don't listen to what God is saying and we don't forgive, like this is, this is a step-by-step kind of thing here, right? Don't be out here watching and expecting and declaring and all the things that we have coming up on, on this list. If you haven't first stopped to listen to what God is saying, to truly forgive, right? To think through who and what have I not forgiven? Whether that's somebody else, whether it's yourself, whether it's uh, circumstances, things that have happened, it might be God, you know, that you need to forgive. And so really do that because you can't move on to the new thing and expecting the new thing if you're stuck and you haven't done that work, which is why we spent so much time talking about that because that's a real thing that we all have to continuously do. It's not like checking is done. That's a constant thing. Daily, we're forgiving people and forgiving ourselves. Um, And so this third thing that we're going to wrap up on is expect. Watch for the new thing. Expect. So God is, we've listened, we've forgiven. Now God is saying you can expect a new thing because you've made room for me to do a new thing. If you're clinging to the past and dwelling in what happened, how can you get the new thing that's before you when you're turned in a completely opposite direction? You're not even facing forward. You're you're facing behind you. Right. Yeah. How? And you and that's just it. You can't. So that's why listen has to come first because you got to get instructions. Come on. You got to get instructions. You got to get corrected, right? There's yes. a whole lot happening, number one, you guys. Yes. So don't think, yes. I, I did this on Tuesday. Wednesday, I forgave. Yep. Thursday, wait, no, 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 babe, no. No, no, no. no. not how it happened, right? No. And so that's why it's so important to listen, right? Like mm-hmm. I've gotten to the point now where I keep index cards beside my bed, a pen, a pen, where mm-hmm. if I hear something, I'm like, write it down. It means something at yes. some point. It may not mean yes. anything at the moment. It might mean right. something next week, but I have right. written it down, right? And so yeah. when you listen to him, he is going to give you instructions. Mm-hmm. He is going to give you correction, right? Mm-hmm. Because he, he's trying to do a new thing with you. He wants you. Yeah. He, ha- he, he says, for I know the plans I have for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Listen, you ain't Listen. seen that yet. You ain't seen and it yet. And he knows. Get ready for it. And I, I mean, I'm going to actually bring, like, make this hit home for us, Dina, just talking through this. Like, we yeah. never know. We don't know who's listening. We don't know who's watching. But we know that God told us to do this. And so when you listen, when you're tuned in and you're asking God what, and he gives you instructions, you don't even know the why. It could be that we're doing all of these episodes, creating all of this content, and people are out here like, would I just shut up or whatever? But it may be one person who was about to like crumble, who's inspired by what we're saying, that God gave them validation, that they're not alone, that they're not isolated. And for that person, we're showing up, right? It yeah. could be nobody's blessed by this, but we are because God's reminding us of what he did for us. It doesn't matter. 
as long as you're being obedient, you're listening and being obedient to what he's saying to do. That's the win. And so we're encouraging you to do that thing. Right. And I don't know why I feel like I need to say this before we close, but, and I think we'll have an episode on this soon, but jealousy. If you're ever in a place where you are seeing somebody doing something that you're like, "Mm." Mm. or whatever, I mean, and and it may not even be that pronounced. It's just something in your spirit that's just kind of like, Satan can use that "Mm," to make you think I don't like her or I don't like them or I don't like that. But really it could be God's nudging to you that I would, I want you to pay attention. I want you to support. I want you to do, I want you to pay attention because I actually want you to do that. Right. Don't put any limits on God and check the pettiness because that is see that's, that's breeding ground for unforgiveness and bitterness and resentment. It is petty produces petty and it, it, it can become ridiculous and consume you. So just, I mean, I don't know who that's for, but it's, it's there and it's, you know, pay attention if, if you need to pay attention. It's a real thing. It's a real it thing. Is. And sometimes, yeah. you know, and, and we know, we know when God has told us to do something, we know when we've had the idea, we know that we, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, dang, I'm supposed to be doing that. I should And it doesn't mean you just because somebody else did it. Now you can't do it. God has what? Like everybody Everybody has to be doing something completely different. No, you have a unique voice. You have unique gifts, unique talents. Do your thing your way. There's a McDonald's, a Burger King, a Wendy's and all that for a reason. Everybody felt like they could make burgers differently. And I'm not promoting any of these franchises at all. I'm just saying (laughs) so that we can relate. But you get what I'm saying. Like, just show up for God. Listen to what he's saying. Forgive and expect the new thing. So we're going to dive into part two of this in our next episode. We hope you will follow and get the next part of this, right? Because this was like the good, good. You need to do this in order for you you to get the great, okay? The best. So the best is yet to come, but don't be out here thinking you just waiting for it to fall from the sky. God's waiting on us to do some things. So that's what this is about. Listen, forgive, expect, and then we'll finish up with the last four points um, and part two. So Dina, you want to pray us out? Sure. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for uh, forgiveness, God. We thank you for forgiving us and creating an opportunity and a path for us to be in an intimate relationship with you um, through your son, Jesus Christ. And so God, we just ask that um, those that are listening, to this episode, Father God, that they be strengthened, that they be encouraged, that they be armed with tools necessary to see their very best, um, to see what you have for them um, in its fullness, mm. Father God. So we just want to yes, say God. thank you. We ask that you protect them, that you guide them, that you cover them. And we just want to say thank you in advance for the blessings that will come, um, the blessings that are on the way. Um, mm-hmm. And we just thank you for where they are today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes. Go forth and conquer. Kumi Sheree. And remember, like, share, subscribe, follow, do all the yeah. things, please. So somebody else can be <laughs> blessed. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.